Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works, and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, we're rocking the house here today <laughs> on Faith Marketplace Radio, beaming your way all across the world on AM 1160. Go out there and check out the uh, download for the app on uh, your cell phones because you can listen to us from anywhere out there. Also, go check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. I'm joined in studio today by my wonderful co-host. I, if it wasn't for her, guys, I don't know that we'd even still be on the air. She's got us all over the place. But uh, Jennifer Villarreal is in the house today. Hello, Welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got some great announcements. So we have two uh, wonderful guests today that have been just so wonderful to uh, not only Faith Marketplace, but also the program that we're conducting, yeah. uh, Conversational Apologetics. So. Yes, yes. And you're going to want to make sure that you text us here at the studio to 224-404-1988 with the keyword faith, and we'll keep you posted on all events from Faith Marketplace. But first, we also want to say thank you to eBiz Universe, an award-winning digital marketing firm here in Chicago that helps clients nationwide to get business through excellence in lead generation, SEO, social media marketing, and of course, website design and development. Their clients love them. Check them out on their website, ebizuniverse.com, and see for yourself the awesome testimonials and award-winning services. Absolutely. And uh, what a generous guy Thomas has been for us in yes. helping us, uh, reconstructing our website, helping us with social media, but more importantly, being a phenomenal sponsor for some of the programs. That we're yeah. doing. He's been a really a blessing uh, for us. And a funny guy. Yeah, he I is mean, funny. He, he and is he funny. was a great guest on our show, too. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, we've got some great guests today. We don't want to, you know, not shortchange that, but we have wonderful guests in the show that also have been very kind to us as far as uh, hosting some of our conversational projects. We have another one that's already passed, and we got some more stuff coming up. But I'd like to introduce you to Bob Butler, and Bob is the executive director of the center in Itasca, which we're going to talk a lot about and some of the cool things he's doing over there. And then we also have in studio Larry Helms today. And I don't know what Larry does. He's kind of a mystery man. We're going to find out what it is that he does because he's just multifaceted guy. And Bob said, we got to have Larry on. So that's what, we, what yep. we're doing today. But uh, let me start out with you, Bob. You know, let's give the audience a little bit of kind of your background and who you are and what's going on, kind of the backstory real quickly. Yeah. Um, well, I, I kind of consider myself uh, an incarnational missional expression planter. Now, what the heck does that mean, right? Well, that's so, a tongue yeah, big, big, but yeah, no doubt. Wait, say that again. What is <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> An incarnational missional expression planter. Mm. So think try to think of the way church has been and then think, okay, what if we rethought it all? What if we what what if we literally thought, you know what, how do we reach the fact that uh, 70% of the people today in America aren't actually attending any kind of house of faith, right? Mm-hmm. So why is that? Well, something we're doing is not working. So the time is now to kind of rethink it. And I'm using some of that background that I have in marketing because I used to be a Fortune 500 sales manager, marketing manager, mm-hmm. you know, entrepreneur. I've always was taught, go to the blue sky, look for <laughs> look for where they aren't and go there, right? And so I think the same is true in the world we live in today. And so why not take this time and kind of rethink things? So what we're doing in ITASC at the center is we're just rethinking the way in which people engage and come together for what we call church. And so incarnational is really the living 
breathing expression of Jesus Christ going out, being bridges into the community, missional, right? And expression is, it can it can be anything. Like mm-hmm. we have everything from, uh, we do something on Monday nights called Renew, community meal discussion topic. Uh, last week we, I think we were, uh, technology was one of the ones we did, yeah, just right. discussion on to- topics like that. Well, we, we're going to get into deeper about yeah. the center because this thing is really cool, folks. Yeah, I is. mean, it is really, really nifty. So uh, we're going to aim the gun here now, Larry, a little bit because um, – Larry, what's your backstory? Because you've got some pretty interesting things you've been doing. Well, I started up my career in uh, direct mail and commercial printing, and I uh-huh. did that most of my adult life. Uh-huh. In 2008, there was a big change during those uh, <laughs> previous years, and divorce was involved and closing of uh, my previous business. Okay. But there was a window of opportunity that came, and uh, God provided that opportunity for me to go into the transportation business. Ah. So I am now a owner of Delivery Solutions, okay. and um, we're a same-day delivery service here in the Chicagoland area. And wow. that's the name of the company, Delivery Solutions, Inc.? Delivery Solutions, Inc. That's me. All right. Delivery Solutions, Inc. <laughs> check him out. Yeah, definitely. Well, Bob, why don't you tell us why you're passionate about the work that you do over at the center? I think I'm most passionate today because, it, like I was saying, it, because when we start thinking outside of the normal boxes that we all live in, right, and we recognize that the whole world is changing around us, it is just flying at light speed, mm-hmm. we, we have to really think differently. And so for us at the center, we're thinking differently and kind of uh, grabbing a hold of this idea from Ephesians 4, right? It's a, a apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher, the fivefold thing of mis- ministry. But what if, what if we really looked at it and said, how can we put all these things together and go out and connect with different groups of people. And so at the center, it's uh, it's unique ideas that really get us going. Yeah. Uh, you know, Renew was one. We're talking a little bit about that, but we do uh, Christian yoga. I know some people automatically will regale at that, but mm-hmm. there's a reality, right? Some people need to figure out that the mind, body, and spirit are all connected together. And so helping someone share that with somebody else brings them in the front door. We do Christian karate. We've, we've <laughs> Christian done, karate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. There's an oxymoron. Christian karate. Okay. Well, it's cool because <laughs> yeah, right. the, the leader, actually, the, the sensei, uh, is teaching kids who aren't Christian uh, Christian values by having them memorize scripture to move up belts. I and love so, it. So where else, it. where else could that exist right. except mm-hmm. in some place like the center where, you know what, he gets a great opportunity to do something and we go, hey, whatever, however that helps somebody, that, that seems like a great way to lead in. Yeah, and folks, if you missed uh, the the very intro, this is the center in Itasca, and you can find out more about them at www.communitycenter.life. All right, so Larry, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you're so passionate about the work that you do, whether it's at the center or with your company or just in general? It's always important um, to be able to provide a, a valued service and to be an honest man out in the business community and to do those things, and I do value those things. But most importantly, I value relationships. In my line of work and uh, doing ministry with Bob, I have opportunity to interact with people. That's what's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm a little curious, though, so, big digging a little bit, because you, you, you started out where you Fortune 500 background and all that stuff. What led you into ministry, Bob? Oh. Yeah, short version. Short version. Here, <laughs> I, I try to be short. This is hard for me, but here's how it goes: Fortune 500, praying to God. I had those golden handcuffs. You, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like you're making so much money, you got to you. You wouldn't be wise to quit, right? 
and I'd been praying and kind of just knew in my faith. And all of a sudden, I walked in the office one day after a two-week business trip and was let go with mm. an exit package. And I used that money to start the company. And then I got to that. That grew. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where I came in one day and asked myself, is this all there is? Mm. Is this yeah. all there is? How long ago was that? That would have been in 1998. Wow. 99, right there. And uh, by 2003, I had sold everything and followed him. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a great story. Yeah. That is great. Um, you know, obviously, there's challenges along the way. Larry, you mentioned a challenge, a business challenge you had with a downturn in the economy, and certainly printing took a big hit. I mean, I, I've come out a little bit of that background in that little company called R. Donnelly and Sons. Uh, I heard about And a few other, few other things like that in my marketing days. But uh, how did you face up to that? I mean, when you've had the downturn in the business like that, you went through a personal crisis also mm-hmm. and all those things. What, 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 what did that look like? Challenges are challenges, and, and sometimes they're brutal. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, I'm being honest with you, I didn't handle it with all the grace that I would <laughs> like to think that I did, mm-hmm. okay? But always my faith in Christ. That's, um, that is my foundation. That is my roots. Mm-hmm. So, okay, there was some uh, financial crisis. There was some mm-hmm. personal relationship crisis. During those process, your kids are affected. Mm -hmm. I have four wonderful children, and thank God they're doing great now. Mm -hmm. But we weren't always doing great. Right. But faith in Christ and relying on Christ, I know it sounds like a commercial, but that's the truth. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. great. Deep in your faith. Bob, I know that you've had a few challenges getting the center started, and obviously we got to tell a little bit more about that story as to what it was, because it's a church, actually, right? right? right. And and what that looked like, and also the experience you had at another church plant right out in Oswego. It kind of was the model that led up to this, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So what's some of the challenges with that? So any anytime you start anything new, and every entrepreneur will know this, right? You get to the point where you go, okay, how do we move this thing forward? And church planting is very much like every entrepreneurial activity I've yeah. ever been a part of. It's knocking on doors. It's meeting people. It's networking. It's all of the same ideas. But now you have a product they don't return, right? And, <laughs> and nobody complains about the service because, well, other than sometimes it's a little slow for some folks. <laughs> but uh, there's a reality, right? And mm-hmm. so that uh, really is what took off in Oswego. And after a while, you kind of learn that. And then you go, okay, is this really the way I want to go forward? And so for me, that's how the center kind of came about. And actually, uh, in between that, the sabbatical year where I wrote the book, all of that kind of came to roost. So I know that that's uh, something that take a little bit longer than we have at the moment to kind of get into. So um, yeah. we'll, we'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bob, you have so much to share, and so do you, Larry. Um, but first, we want to make sure that all of our listeners can get connected with us, and then we can connect you with a lot of our guests here at Faith Marketplace Radio. So make sure that you text us at the studio to 224-404-1988. We want to hear from you. We want to know um, what you want to see more of on the show or hear more of, and also connect with us on Facebook, on LinkedIn. But again, you can always text us here to 224-404-1988 and use the keyword faith. Listen, if you haven't got us plugged in out there on the uh, on the internet, you got to go out and check us out at faithmarketplace.com. We've been out there now for long going on six years. There's over 500 interviews out there from people from all over the country. It's fabulous. And these interviews will be out there also. We're up in SoundCloud now. We've got a lot of cool things we're going to be announcing here and shortly. And we have to have videos soon because yeah, there's a lot video. of dancing that happens here. <laughs> and we're going to be right back with both of our guests, Bob Butler and Larry Helms.
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back again here at Faith Marketplace Radio, AM 1160. My co-host, Jennifer Real Real in studio with me. Also, we have our guest today, Bob Butler with the Center in Itasca, and also... We have Larry Helms in here, who is the business owner of, is it DSI? DSI, Delivery Solutions. Delivery Solutions. And we're going to dive a little bit deeper, just so the audience understands, what is the center? Uh, and then, Bob, we're going to, uh, Larry, we're going to turn to you as to how do you connect your faith and work, too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Yeah. Bob, what's, uh, what is the center? Okay, so the center comes out of the the idea I was kind of alluding to in the last segment where we were talking about the fact that, okay, we did this plant out in Oswego, mm-hmm. and that goes well, and then I take a sabbatical, write a book called Renew, really about the idea that it's not about attractional church, which I now call extractional, mm-hmm. it, you know, take people out of the community, bring them into a church, and now they kind of get huddled together. It's it's this idea that we, you and I, need to be out in the world, and we right. need to get ready to have the tough conversations, which is why I love the apologetic stuff that we, right. we talk about, right? So all of that is just absolutely amazing to me. But then the center kind of came about. I had a phone call that said um, – Hey, we have this building for you in Itasca. It's a church building. Uh, it's beautiful. It's got great bones. That's what uh, the inspector said. Great bones, but uh, nobody. It it closed up shop, and so I said, "Well, let me come and take a look at it." Right? Took a look at it and started dreaming a little bit, and then made the decision we we're going to take the step forward into this. Um, my wife and I are, are a team, so. We take the step in, and we end up cleaning out the whole place. So imagine, you know, just typical <laughs> church with two 40-foot containers, and I'm just tossing everything for the last 50 years. Clean out the whole place and then start just rebuilding from the ground up. And really with the idea that what the center is, is in, in the Old Testament times, synagogue was the center of the community. Right. Mm-hmm. So why not try to recreate that in a community where we're seeing almost every church die? We're seeing that all over the place, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the center then becomes this idea that now we're going to create missional expressions, which are just groups, coracles is what I like to call them, mm-hmm. ideas where people get equipped in what it means to be a Jesus follower and then we send them out in the world. And that, that can be anything from the kids to the adults to business to whatever it might be. And that we see that as our primary focus. It wasn't about Sunday morning. It's not about Sunday morning. still mm-hmm. not about Sunday morning. And honestly, we do do have a Sunday morning service. But that was never the focus. It was about the number of people who can access this facility and then uh, create an, a center within the community that allows people to start doing one of the things they don't do. Right, communicate with one another. We know yeah. that in Chicago and beyond the, Sunday, yeah. beyond Sunday, right? Beyond mm-hmm. Sunday. And and that's really how I ran into Larry, right? So mm-hmm. L- Larry and I have this uh, connection of friends that kind of connect us together, and all of a sudden, him and I hit it off, and and I see some things that are just natural in him, and I, I actually see a lot of my business acumen in him, right. you know, and, I, and then I, we start having these conversations and joking around, and then he starts telling me about how uh, when he's out doing his job that there are these amazing experiences that happen on the loading dock or in the Wendy's parking lot or wherever. And I'm just like, man, I missed a boat. Like if I would have done more in my business life as he does, I the world would have been different. And I think Larry uh, can tell you a thousand different stories. So Larry, why don't you just give us one of the last ones where you're out just doing your job and yeah, you're incorporating your faith in your work, Larry. Can you give us an example of that? I have a passion for evangelism. Mm-hmm. And, and sharing the gospel and the love of Jesus is 
aside from loving my wife, mm -hmm. that's what I love to do most. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit will provide opportunities for that to happen if, if you're open to it. Now, I'm, I'm in a kind of business where I'm engaging with people and all different kinds of people. And you could be in, a, in an executive boardroom. Uh, you could be on a loading dock. You could be anywhere. The Holy Spirit will use you if you give him that opportunity. Right. And I try very hard to be obedient to that. Mm -hmm. So uh, this afternoon, I'm in Jimmy John's eating food. I'm, my cardiologist said not to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and no I offense, Jimmy John. <laughs> right? love Jimmy no, we John. love them. <laughs> <laughs> They're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I strike conversation with the young man over the counter. Uh -huh. And so, you know, we're talking this and that, and I've seen him before, and I mentioned that I was going to come here and be with you nice people. Mm -hmm. So he asked about that, and that led to a conversation. Mm. And that conversation, obviously, was about faith. And he opened up his heart, and he shared things that he really had a lot of trouble with. And it gave mm. me an opportunity to just speak the truth to him. I, I wasn't preaching the gospel. I wasn't mm -hmm. trying to be a Bible scholar. Mm -hmm. I wasn't quoting scripture. We were just having a conversation and you were listening yeah, you were listening, listening which you. which is really important we we've learned this from carl kj johnson who is the director of the c.s lewis institute in chicago and he's been facilitating our conversational apologetics group that we've been having at the center actually and so he really emphasized hey make sure that you listen you ask questions powerful questions and then you you listen would you agree to that larry you must listen intently yeah, uh, it's more important than speaking. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. The other thing too is uh, love. You know, basically yeah. that's again one of the things Carl yeah. says. We got to show display love in the in you know the, the hands and feet of Christ mm -hmm. that we're actually the servants out there mm -hmm. serving this role to them and not beating people up or you got to do this or that's right. wrong or. As you say, what's the three things you always say you're not here to convert? I'm not here to convince, convert, or condemn, but I'm not right. going to shy away from sharing my testimony and my story. So, right. you know, I just ask that people allow me to be who I am, and I appreciate and allow them to be who they are. And that's really where we learn and can come together. Um, the other thing, though, that you mentioned, Larry, was um, how the Holy Spirit can use us wherever mm. we're at. And I want to encourage that to our listeners, because you don't have to just be with a uh, ministry to do God's work. Would you agree on that, Larry? Your work, where you are, what you do, you where go. you go. That's your ministry. That's your ministry. Exactly. Yeah. And if the it. Holy Spirit is with you, right. that's where church is. Yeah. yeah. And that's your thing. Uh, biblically, it's 555 times this is quoted in Scripture, work, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a pretty important thing, you know, because you look at, well, the beginning of the world, what God do for, you know, however many millennial years those mm -hmm. were back mm -hmm. then, you know, how many years it took to do. Uh, the guy, you know, his son, Jesus Christ, what did he do for the first 30 years? Who were these people that he recruited, right? Uh, the first job description was given to who? Adam and Eve, right? Mm -hmm. To my garden, name my animals. So work is all the way through there, and it's very honoring. We want to be able to do work with excellence. And I love that, what you're doing, Larry, because you're out there, you're out amongst the people, you look for opportunities, God's going to prompt you, and then you take that step which a lot of people are afraid to do. And that's why our conversational apologetics, I think, is putting a lot of meat in the bone for folks that you, you, you can't operate in fear. You yeah. know? At the same time, you don't have to be a theologian to be an apologist, defending of the faith. But 
giving the comfort, the conversational part that we talk about. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be deep. It's just got to be done in a loving way, yeah. listening yep. and asking great questions. And, and there's always a time and a place to go in deeper, too. You right. can certainly do that. But with Faith Marketplace and the Center and with Carl from the mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis Institute, it's very conversational. So if you're interested in that, make sure you text us here at the studio to 224-404-1988. Send us the keyword faith. And if you want to know more about the center, you can go to www.communitycenter.life or you can even text us the keyword center and we'll get you connected. Right. Um, now, I know that both you guys are coming from, you know, a foundation of faith, both of you. Uh, so there's got to be some Bible verses in here that you guys have got some favorites on. Uh, as we all have come to know those things, there's some of them that are very popular that we see a lot people quoting over and over again that seem to hit them. So I'm going to throw to you, Bob. You got a couple of them. I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's so amazing the words that just always kind of keep coming to you, right? And then as we were thinking about this, you know, for me, the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Mm-hmm. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You know, for me, that 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 understanding that he came for me and it dwells within us and that whole understanding. I was at a concert the other night. We went to actually Larry and I yeah. and uh, his wife and some other folks went to the Mercy Me concert. And oh, boy. There was this moment where at the back of the screen, I, I'm not sure who was playing at that moment, but it said, heaven's here. Yeah. And, and I think, you know what? When I wake up in the morning, I, I, I might need that sign, right? Heaven's here. Because when I think about that in that moment, wow, what an encouragement to get out there because I might be able to bring heaven to someone who hasn't in the Jimmy John's or, mm-hmm. or right. on the loading dock or in the neighborhood just yeah. walking through, right? There's that moment where all of a sudden I get to share with you because it's present within me and it just happens. And so the conversational point where things just kind of come I, I, Larry and I have these conversations all the time, and I'm, I, I am just so enamored sometimes. Like, oh, how do, you, how do you get that? And KJ actually said at the apologetics group, well, you just got to try. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. And, 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 and you know what? When he admitted he failed, I went, oh, gosh, good. Like, I'm not the only one. Yeah. You know? There's no such thing as failure. The only thing is failure is if you don't try, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really – how about you, Larry? What, you got a Bible verse for us? I do. I mean, sorry. I, I, Go ahead. John seventeen twenty three. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Mm. When I read that and I think of Larry Helms, one who is truly unworthy of the grace that's administered to me by God, and, and when I hear this, and these are the words of Jesus, who is praying for believers, that's praying for everybody in this room. And he's saying that God the Father loves me as much as he loves his son. That's overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, I can definitely see that all over your face, and I know our listeners can't see you, but they can definitely connect with you. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you, Larry? Uh, you can email me at l25helms at yahoo.com. 
Yeah, he's keeping it old school, you guys. Yep. Or you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. This is a man you're definitely going to want to connect with. You can also connect with us here at the studio, 224-404-1988. Send that keyword faith or send that keyword the center. We'll get you connected with our current guest and even former guest and all the events that we have going on. So make sure that you stay tuned and check us out online, <coughs> faithmarketplace.com. We're going to be right back with our two guests, Bob Butler and Larry Helms. Stay tuned. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Well, folks, you might wonder what's going on here. We're having a heck of a time in studio. Because we got Bob and Larry, we decided to do a little VeggieTale twist here. So Bob the Tomato and Larry the Cucumber are being interviewed right now on, here on Faith Marketplace. Uh, we're having a blast here. I'm telling you, this is, this is one of the most fun things we've done it in a really long time. Is. It, it is. It is so really cool. Is. And uh, they look like the live characters, too, by the way. They, uh, <laughs> live thanks. Yeah. Round is a shape, Bob. <laughs> I think uh, he meant by your rosy cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, if you, we had to pick camera and studio, you know exactly what we're talking about, right? And Larry's so, been so cool as a cucumber yeah, during this whole interview, cool. even cool. leading up to this one. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, I hear that you guys are going to be serving veggies <laughs> at the center every time we have <laughs> conversational apologetics meet up there. I, I think that was the story, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I think we should have a contest of people showing up at apologetic, you know, conversational apologetics yeah. in costume. Yeah, yeah. You know, as your that favorite would be a veggie. Great way to do it. <laughs> and then we can send them out as disciples. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Actually, you don't have to come in costume, but if right. you want to, you can. But make yeah. sure you text us here at the studio to 224-404-1988 with the keyword veggie or faith. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll make sure we get you connected. All right, Bob. So we're going to get a little serious here, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, but do you have any words of wisdom that you would have given your younger self, knowing what you know now? Yeah. Um, so... I'll lead up to the words of wisdom with this short story. So I, I, when I first got my call to ministry, it was a really profound thing. And I was sitting with a pastor who, who gave me that call. And, and uh, at one point he was going, don't ever go into ministry. <laughs> don't become a pastor. It's, it's the loneliest, hardest life. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. And, and you like start chasing because you think that's the way to go. If, if I were giving myself advice, it would be don't be in such a hurry to get into full-time mm-hmm. ministry outside the workplace um, because some of the greatest impact we can make, and I think even in our culture today, is at work. Yep. I, I honestly believe that. And um, it's where we spend the bulk of our time, yeah. yep. and it's where God is absolutely needed because somewhere along the line, I, I still remember a boss when I was in the upper <laughs> echelons tell me, y- you do know that there are different rules at work than there are in life. Mm. And I went, what? <laughs> and like, he proceeded to tell me a, a number of things that are, quite frankly, uh, no, mm-hmm. no. As a, as a faithful Christian, yeah. that what he was telling me was what got him ahead, and it should have cued me into a whole lot of things, but it didn't because I was so starstruck. I think right. we, we it happens in the workplace. Different shiny things. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would definitely think about it again, and and. You know, Larry has been just an um, inspiration for me personally because I, I just think of that and think, how many more people could I have affected? Mm-hmm. 
and 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 still today, because I've been in the work world, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not the guy who got to call it 17 years old. That that didn't happen. I'm I'm the guy who kind of had to come back into it all. And so for me, I have that business mind. I still right. have the entrepreneurial mind. I still understand it all, and I I, I enjoy that piece of my under, uh, understanding because I can I can relate with others. Yeah. Right. And so, but I. At some point, you can also say, you know what, I, I probably could have done just as much great ministry. In the workplace. In the workplace. That's really encouraging. And uh, I bet you there's some of our listeners hearing this right now that, that needed this confirmation, this word, uh, to stay where they're at and still incorporate their faith where they're at. And you can do it in a variety of different ways without just hitting people over the head forcefully with the Bible, right? And sometimes that is necessary, but, you know, there's some restrictions in the workplace, but there are different ways of incorporating that faith. And so, um, Larry, what about you? What words of wisdom would you have given your younger self knowing what you know now? Probably to pick my battles more carefully mm. and maybe not sweat the, uh, the small stuff, as they say. Um, for me, relying on the Holy Spirit was something I did not know about at a, at a different point in my life nor have putting full faith in Christ. That was not part of my younger life. Even though I felt I was a Christian, I'd, I certainly wasn't living as one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's still a good reminder for us as adults, huh? Well, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's interesting. We've had a number of guests on the mm-hmm. show that really did not get to their full relationship with Christ until in their adulthood. And oftentimes the trigger was they're starting a family or yeah. something's happening, you know, a key point in timing mm-hmm. in life that does that, that triggers that. Uh, for some of us, it just took a whole lot longer, mm-hmm. like me. You yeah, know, 36 me. years in the <laughs> desert, you know, coming to the Lord in my mid-50s was uh, very profound for me. And also, I think it was a gift that God gave me because I could look back over that time span and see exactly how God was carrying me, mm-hmm. which I had no clue to. Yeah. I had right. no clue to that he was walking right alongside me. He was actually carrying me that whole time. And uh, that's a gift you know, that a lot of people don't have a chance to ever have or see that perspective, backward yeah. perspective. You know, when you, when, you, when you said that, you just reminded me, you know, every, every time, uh, as a business person, I was uh, actually sold office equipment when I first kind of mm-hmm. came out. And uh, I can still remember knocking on doors, going up Elston Avenue, right, in Chicago, <laughs> knocking on every door. And, and uh, one day I did 170-something cold calls. Me and another guy wow. just walked into all these doors just collecting cards, you know, hoping mm-hmm. – against all hope that something great would happen. And I always thought, I never want to do this again. But you know what? All of those experiences from the business mm-hmm. world are actually applicable to our, our faith life. Mm-hmm. And for me, I am not afraid of any door or anybody mm-hmm. um, because of all of that experience. Because believe it or not, I was more of an introvert mm-hmm. as a younger me than mm-hmm. I am today. And I think that's experience, but I also yep. think that's belief in the power of Christ in my life. And so using all of that as a part of how we go out into the world today. Yeah. Yep. And, it, and it's that quiet confidence that, you know, again, the Lord, you know, instills in us, it yeah, gives absolutely. us, because when you have that anchor of faith, you know, it really helps mm-hmm. you a lot more because, you know, what could harm you? You know, I mean, right. it's only the evil that's going to harm you in, in a way. And, and if you have Christ in your life and, you know, you've got that, you have that instilled in that confidence. Um, guys, so we don't run out of time. There's a couple of things I'd like to find out more about this, too, is, Along my path, and I'm sure along your path, you've had people who come into your life that were really kind of inspirational or people that you looked up to or whatever. Who would that be for you, Larry? Excuse me. You know, um, the the people that I admire most Mm -hmm. is every person, every man, woman, and child that's willing to get up in the morning and to live their faith. 
that's what's most inspirational to me. I have a six-year-old granddaughter, mm. little Hannah, and she's adorable and she's cute and she's everything you can imagine. Hannah's faith is an inspiration to me. Mm. She's brought up in a Christian home. She has a great mom and dad and siblings. And if you're ailing, Hannah will walk up to you and ask if she can lay hands on you and pray for you. Wow. Mm. She's six years old. Mm-hmm. Wow. People like that, people like little Hannah, those are the people that are most inspirational to me. Wow. How about you, Bob? Um, yeah, there are so many great people in the world. I think uh, early on it was uh, the gentleman who called me into ministry, um, Scott Field, who's uh, retiring this year from ministry, but, uh, uh, you know, Francis Chan mm-hmm. uh, and just his conversation kind of leading down. I, I love somebody who can be authentic. Mm-hmm. And authentic in their faith, and even str- even share their struggles in their right. faith. So Francis was great, and then Alan Hirsch and uh, Michael Frost. If you're not familiar with those guys, like they're they're part of this missional understanding. Like the, they're just thinking outside the box, and they continue to create ideas that help me kind of look at the world with a new set of glasses. And, yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, Bob, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the events that are coming up at the center in Itasca? Uh, thanks. Yeah. Um, so we, we do this Monday night community meal. We've been doing it uh, all summer or all, all fall and now rolling into the summer. Renew is about the community meal. We come together, have a great meal, and then we uh, share a little bit of a topic. And it can be on just about anything. And then uh, we break up into groups to talk about it. And so there's a women's group and there's a discovery group and, and then there's a recovery group because for us, everybody's recovering from something. So mm-hmm. when people can be authentic, that's great. But then the next thing that we're doing actually at the end of May is this thing we call small. And the reason we call it small is because uh, so much of the world is about bigger is better. I think mm-hmm. we've all run into mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's part of the business acumen. Maybe it's part of capitalism. I don't know. Bigger is better. But what if... Christ was so alternative that when he put his hands on Peter and said, upon you, I'll build my church. What if he actually meant in the in the groups? What, mm-hmm. if, what, if, what if there were groups of people who shared the gifts and then went out? And so we're going to do a, a May 31st from 9 to 1. It's absolutely free. It's been underwritten by Forge. And Forge Chicago is going to do five talks. Uh, the first one is uh, really about the idea of what is what does it mean to be missional. The second one's about... Uh, the idea of how do you find your gifting. We're going to use some of the mastery stuff, uh, Mm -hmm. that mastery course, and then evangelism. Larry's going to actually speak on evangelism for us. Uh, Fourth class will be about uh, shepherding and Peter, who you mentioned. Uh, Peter's a a church planter in India, 900 house churches. And then we'll be talking about some finances where people can find the resources to actually get out and start whatever God's put on their heart. Wow, this is amazing. And this is open to anyone? Open to anyone, anywhere. Yeah. Make sure that you guys go to www.communitycenter.life. You can find out more there. You can connect with Bob Butler there. You can also text us at the studio to 224-404-1988 with the keyword faith or the center. And we'll make sure that we get you connected. Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the things that we also love to have uh, fun with here is that uh, something people don't really know about you. It'd be kind of cool, amazing, something you've done. Larry, what's that for you? <laughs> Probably people don't realize that I'm a little intimidated about being on the radio right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is bright red, folks, right now. <laughs> I think your name should be Tomato. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable with talking to most anybody about anything at any time. And, and I've had the privilege 
to 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 be with absolute strangers or friends or acquaintances and even family members and talk about Christ. Um, but yeah. this is a little intimidating. For okay. me. <laughs> well, we don't want that to be. That's why we're having a little fun with uh, <laughs> the you know, Bob the Tomato and yeah. the and all that good stuff to put Larry at ease here. <laughs> but anyway, folks, listen, we want you to uh, stay tuned here. We're going to come back for our next segment. And that is going to be on the topic of do you keep your employees informed about business? And I think both these gentlemen can really speak to that along with our roundtable we're going to have on that. But we want to invite you to come back every Saturday here at noon and 1 o'clock on AM 1160 and plug us in. We're going to be right back with our special guests, Bob and Larry. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here for our final segment with our special guests, Bob Butler and Larry Helms. And it is, do you keep your employees informed about business? And frankly, I think it's more about communication across a lot of things, not just employees, constituents of all types, uh, just like we want to keep our listeners informed about what we're doing here and getting the word out there and that kind of thing. So, Larry, I'm going to kind of throw it open to you first as to how do you go about doing this with your the people that you serve or that serve with you? It's very simple. You pick up the phone and you talk. (laughs) Occasionally we'll do something really high tech like text each other. But but for the line of work that I do, Mm -hmm. it's about timing and it's about where to go and what to do when you get there and who to communicate with. Mm -hmm. It so happens that we have a software that helps us with that so that whenever we dispatch orders to, to a driver, all that information is included and then the driver can interact with the software. It eliminates some of the mistakes. I see. But for the most part, you got to pick up the phone and talk to somebody. Yeah, there you go. Amazing how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's this interpersonal thing. Bob, how about you? I think the world has become quadlingual, right? Quadlingual. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you, if yeah, I can say it on uh, to somebody face to face, but then I can print. I, some people only will take it if it's print. Some people only take it if an email. Some people only take it a text. Now you know Facebook. If if you don't put it on an event, they're not going to. And now there's a whole another generation. But don't take a picture and make it an Instagram. I, I you know what? I'm old. So the, if you don't have all of that going on today to communicate and uh, sometimes it still gets messed up right yeah it just I think you had a good point there of how people receive information mm-hmm. so we have to be aware of that just because like for me I despise email <laughs> <laughs> but you know somebody like Larry may prefer email especially on Yahoo right so <laughs> if you have no idea what I'm talking about make sure you go to faithmarketplace.com and listen to our podcast there uh, but you know it, it, it does it does matter because we need to communicate with the people that we're here serving or that we're working with, correct? What would you well, say you know, to that, Bob? A lot of what you and I do, Jennifer, is that. I mean, we coach and teach our clients about that. I mean, again, it's that 10 feet of interaction, the interpersonal mm-hmm. relationship. But across organizations, and I think I was sharing earlier, um, I, I've been kind of astonished in a couple of assignments I've been into where departments within the company that interdependent on each other just aren't even on the same page yeah mm-hmm. and it makes me wonder you know how are they even doing business or what's well, slowing it down don't well, you think absolutely without question it does and also the bewilderment on people's faces when they find out a piece of information that they had no clue to and all of a sudden they've been doing their job maybe for six months or something they didn't even know that this was something that the company offered or it was a policy or something else now i understand that because we're traveling at such a speed and a pace 
And the other thing too, I, w- I guess I would share that is I, I'm really suffering from with people a lot, and including myself sometimes. Nobody's reading anymore, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing I'm finding that's really a bit disturbing because you'll send something out, and I'm a bullet point person, keep it sp- short, sweet, and and still they you know won't catch it or won't read. And um, we're so distracted with all the noise that's out there. And I think we're on content overload I, I, and our boy. brains have gotten used to just skimming and scanning things. I mean, I yep. know that happened to me before with all the health challenges. I was right. forced to slow down and then really just simplify things, too, but spend more time on the important things, not trying to do everything. Can you guys relate to that, Bob? <laughs> Completely. <laughs> you know, you stand back sometimes and the power on in our hands, right, mm-hmm. of that yeah. phone and the information you can gather right. is so immense that at some point you you almost can't take it in anymore. And you, I, I feel sometimes that I'm just like – Okay, did anybody listen to me at all? You know, did anybody? And I'll never forget, I was in an interview, I was interviewing somebody, and uh, this was an older person, so a little bit older than the generation, but we had a a director of worship sitting kind of over to the right, and and I'm doing my normal interview, you know, I want to know the person, I want to know their story, I want to know everything about them. So there I am, I'm having the interview, and I look over, and the young man who is the, you know, worship director is on his phone. And he's moving his fingers really quickly, and he's doing his normal. And I kind of look at him, and then I go, hey, do you got anything? And he just kind of looks up at me, and he kind of looks at her, and I go, no. <laughs> and then he puts his head back down. Well, I had such a great connection with this person. They walk out, and I'm like, I think we should hire her. Like, that's the person. Mm-hmm. And this guy goes, well, we didn't really talk to her. And I went, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so when I ended up calling her for, and, and actually saying, hey, come back in. I want to just – we want to test your skills out a little bit. I can't work for you. I said, why? Because that man was so rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. right. And and I don't think we all see each other a- anymore. I, 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 it's scary. Well, it's you know really what? Scary. I I would I would say I've been getting bolder and calling people out on it, or mm-hmm. I just stop what I'm saying in mid conversation. And it's hilarious to see the other person think that I finished my sentence and just keep going on or fill the space. And you know, this has even happened with family members. You mm-hmm. know, where they come in from out of town. Okay, I'm really talking about my sister. Sorry, Monica, <laughs> but I know you don't listen to the show all the time anyway. <laughs> but she's just so on the go. Her job is so demanding. And so when she gets home, it's like rest time, you know, and she just needs that that break. And I think we need to remember that, that, you know, God is working on us when we're resting, too. And, and resting is is probably well, one of the biggest um, ways of showing faith. Right. What, what do you say to that, Larry? I think God will work on us anytime we give him a chance to work on us. Mm-hmm. But yes, I agree with you. One hundred percent. We sometimes spend so much time going faster and farther because we think more and more is better and better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just sit back and if we listen to God, God will use that opportunity to inspire us. Yeah. We also had a, a previous guest on, uh, Terrence Chapman, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that he schedules one day a week to just be, just to think. 
I think mm-hmm. that's really good too. Oh yeah. Um, well, you just did one of those uh, retreats, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I did a, a private on my own, just silent retreat for five days. Right. Uh, although I did message Bob Butler during during that time. It was me reaching out yeah. to him, but uh, but yes, I I pretty much stayed unplugged as much as possible mm-hmm. during that that time, and then I booked another one uh, for the you know uh, the following month, and just making sure that I'm doing this on a quarterly basis. But this time I. <laughs> did one a little bit I'm doing it a little sooner because I didn't do it long um, I spread it out too far does that make sense so mm-hmm. it took me a while to get in that zone so really I, I you know was there to batch out some stuff for my business and it took me maybe by the fourth day to finally get into that I wanted to rest I wanted to get in the word I wanted to explore the city of Chicago I took some really great pictures at the zoo actually. <laughs> um, but next time I'll be able to be more productive and then be right. able to communicate with my audience my clients more and that's what this topic is about how do we keep people informed and if we're so overwhelmed the last thing we want to do is talk to other people right <laughs> yeah and what do you so. talk to them about I mean the, the information fee we got coming in us today mm-hmm. it, it's it's incomprehensible as far as how you can take any of this in and what I've, I've done literally is i've cut myself and weaned myself off a lot of the stuff i was getting mm-hmm. i just found it to be a giant distraction and you're all over the board you can't concentrate on anything and when i've done that and also taken the time out i will mm-hmm. take blocks of time and those will be times that i absolutely veg out or i don't do anything uh whatsoever or enjoy myself reading a book or doing something that is really very intentional. Getting into the Word, you know, it's a devotional time every morning that I really enjoy. Um, but those times, just blocking yep. some of the time out. The well, communication is really important, I think, though, uh, to be clear with the communication. One of the yep. things I'm seeing also with people that I'm working with, they're not very clear as to mm-hmm. what they really want, you know. And you've got to be, and especially in our business at sales, you got to be very clear with salespeople what it is you expect, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, and if we're all kind of starting to unplug from those things, I don't know, maybe direct mail is going to make a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, folks. Larry, you might be back in the business. Yeah. Here we go, everybody. Folks, send us your address. Forget yeah. about texting us. Yeah, right, exactly. We're going to send you direct mail from yeah. now on. Go gold school on you, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know what? Real quick, uh, Bob, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? The uh, best way to get a hold of me is uh, info at communitycenter.life. Communitycenter.life. Yep. All right. That's great. Well, uh, make sure that you stay connected with us every Saturday from noon to one here on AM 1160. You can also listen to previous uh, shows on faithmarketplace.com and you can always text us at the studio 224-404-1988. We'll see you next Saturday. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon right here on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.